Scrolls are everywhere, people. They are everywhere. You can't trust everyone you know. Because everyone you know, you really don't know. You can't trust everyone. Scrolls, if you haven't checked out Secret Invasion, man, like, you need to check it out now. Um, what I'm going to be talking about is going to be some spoilers for episodes one and two. There's still time to catch up. And if you haven't watched Secret Invasion, go check it out and you can come back and check check out the podcast episode. But at the same time, if you like being spoiled, maybe this will make you want to watch the show. Check it out. This show here, it it's a combination of X-Files, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, Winter Soldier. You know, it has that tone all mixed in. Um, Puppet Masters, not the Puppet Masters, the horror movie where you got the little hook and the little puppets and all that. No, it's a movie called Puppet Masters. It came out in the, in the 90s. Real good movie. This this show here, I'm telling you, man, it it it's full of suspense. It's full of suspense, like legit suspense, because everything that happens in this show, it can potentially make you look at what you have seen in the past from the MCU in a different way. And what your expectations of the future, you look at it a different way. And this show here, I believe, is going to change the game. You know, a lot of people say this show hasn't received a lot of, doesn't have a lot of ratings. I'm going to tell you something. Hey, just because a show doesn't have a whole, the ratings is not the, the biggest, doesn't mean it's not a good show. See, it's the tone of the show. Like, is it? I'm not going to lie. I haven't allowed my kids to watch it yet because I want to. Me and my wife, we want to watch all the episodes. It's going to be six episodes. We want to watch all the episodes to make sure it's a, it's kid appropriate. Okay. So, and it's just like if you watch X-Files, you know, you don't just sit there and let your kids watch X-Files. You know, um, popularity is not always a key to success. If that's the case, then, you know, you take a restaurant. Like, if that's the case, then, well. A, over a one billion served McDonald's. I love me some McDonald's. Okay, but if you're going out for a birthday anniversary when you're an adult, you want to go to, you know, like a Vic and Anthony's, you know, or um, what's the word, Oceanair, something like that. Those restaurants they're not gonna have the same amount of people there as a McDonald's. So that's 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 the way I'm looking at this show. Because those restaurants are more like for the grown-ups. This show here is more it's more for the grown-ups. You can let your kids watch it, but it's more for the grown-ups. Okay. And also, it's not a lot of the big, big A-list superheroes. I mean, think about it. Nobody's gonna gather around to the theater for Nick Fury. As much as I love Samuel Jackson. But if it's Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, yada yada yada. Alright. But it's very grounded, real good show. So Spoiler, about to go off into a spoiler right here. So in episode one, we find out that our boy, Agent Ross, is a scroll. While he was being told about scrolls by this other guy. And then he noticed Agent Ross' nonchalant behavior. Like, oh, the scrolls, there's only a few of them. No, it's more than a few. And then he, you know, and then what happened was is that Agent Ross ends up shooting the dude. And then somebody's chasing Agent Ross. And you see Maria Hill. Try, you know, she got a call from Agent Ross saying, you know, pretty much he needs help. She goes to try to help him. And then, bam, he tries to jump over 
You know how you watching movies where they jump over from a building to a building? You know, like, Agent Ross is not a super being. Okay? So, number one, it's like, there's no way in hell he can make that. But that's how you knew this dude was a scroll because he made that attempt, bro. He made that attempt. He's a human being. He can't do that. And he fell, and boom, he's dead. And then his body was revealed to be a green squirrel. Because with scrolls, no matter who they're impersonating, when they die, they turn green. All right? Excuse the crying. That's my little my little four-year-old. You know, he's probably getting into it with his brothers and sister right now and stuff. But he'll be he'll be good. He'll be good, you know. Um, you know, kids, whenever things doesn't go their way, they, they cry, you know. And, you know, we... Me and my wife, we hope to get that out of them because as a grown-up, a lot of things, most things are not going to go your way. And there's not enough tears in the human body to give out whenever something doesn't go your way. So, see, he's calm now. Big brother probably talking to him. We coached him up well. You know, kudos. All right. But anyways, whenever a scroll dies, he or she will revert back to his or her green form okay and and i'm like damn he's a scrawl how long has this dude been a scrawl how long and let me tell you something pause right quick now if you've been following my channel the tiktok channel my youtube channel and everything number one i just want to say thank you very much all right now also i want to say i've been saying for almost a year that nakia is a scrawl I don't trust her and she's the perfect person to become a scroll without anybody being suspicious like the only thing that because she's a spy so when they see her in Wakanda they know she's a spy so people already know all right well I, I'm not gonna you know if she's appears like she's sneaking around because we know Nakia is a spy you're not thinking that she's a scroll now, you may say, well, Wakanda have technology that can detect scrolls and uh, get tell on it. Maybe they do, maybe they don't right now in the movies. But here's what you got to understand. They're, right now, they're not, for all, for all we know, they're not aware of scrolls right now in the movies. That hasn't been proven. Now, I, I kept saying that Nakia being a scroll, that was going to kind of kill two birds at a one stone. Meaning, like... It can it'll make a good plot point, okay, and uh, you know, and also it can be because in the comics, she she's she's not the good person that she is in the movie, you know she's evil, you know T'Challa breaks up with her and she tries to kill anybody else he's dating or anybody that she thinks she's he's dating, she's very toxic, toxic femininity, did I say it right femininity? <laughs> She's very toxic, beyond toxic, times toxic, times infinity toxic, okay? She is, she just is. Now, I, I thought that was going to convert her to, they're not going to call her malice, but she would display malicious behavior. But no, 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 man, it's, more, it's beyond that. It's beyond that. But, but first... You know, it's beyond that. I think she's Queen Varanki. I never knew there was such a, such a thing as a Queen Scroll. Maybe I knew, but just didn't think about it. Didn't know her name. 
did a little bit of research and from my understanding she's the mastermind the puppeteer pulling the strings on this and what other position that you could possibly think of where if you're queen of where you can become a human on this earth and people won't sus you know they won't they won't really ever suspect you of being out something outside of a human spy and they won't suspect you of um certain betrayals and you're in a position where you a spy you know a lot about um pretty much every nation but you are very diverse in what's what's the most powerful nation that a lot of people they're not aware of the power that they possess and something that most people a lot of nations don't have vibranium vibranium excuse me i have to sip my coffee i'm talking a lot of people and my water stay hydrated folks all right so so she's the puppeteer but see, that adds more to my theory because Nakia, <clears throat> Nakia and Ross, they and Agent Ross, they run within the same circles. All right. Now, let's get back into Secret Invasion. We find out that Ross is a scroll. Now, all the information he has, I'm not sure if he was a scroll before Black Panther or after Black Panther or before Wakanda Forever or after Wakanda Forever but no matter what the time or point or place whenever he became a scroll, he's privy to a lot of information a lot now it doesn't mean that Agent Ross is dead what we found out in the show is that they have different humans that's at their location and what they do is they do something to where they're able to get their, get their thoughts and everything and they're able to change into that person now, where the scrolls are hiding, they, they, they set up camp, <coughs> excuse me, is it Moscow? Somewhere in Russia, where there used to be a lot of radiation, where there's, a <coughs> excuse me, I take that back, not used to be, there's still a lot of radiation, kind of like the Ch Chernobyl Diaries, <coughs> excuse me, scrolls, they're able, we find out that scrolls, they're able to live in conditions that humans can't live in, and interesting though, no, I find out that scrolls live like 130 years so their lifespan is longer than ours and you know Nick Fury comes back and you know he tells Talos he said hey man why, why you never called me about this stuff and Talos like well you was busy up in your spaceship and he's like yeah but you could have called me bro but this whole scroll thing man like it it's a it, it's it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. You know, at the end episode, we find out that let me see, Maria Hill dies. This is the real Maria Hill because Taylor's wife, so so so, so Serene, I forgot her name. Bless bless her heart. She had died, but we don't know when she died. Now, throughout the episode, we meet the mother of dragons, Daenerys Targaryen, the great. Amelia Clark. Right. She plays Talos' daughter, who we were introduced to in Captain Marvel. And she's a it, it, you know, she's working with the person who's the the head scroll. 
like in this show um i think his name no it's not gaia man i'm I'm forgetting names people you know this reminds me like when i used to when i watched game of thrones it took me until season three to to memorize everybody's name (laughs) okay it really did it really did man oh man kids really making a lot of noise today but you know i know how to operate on that i know how to operate with that But the actor, his name is Kingsley Ben Adir. Let me see the character he plays. Let's let's look it up. Let's look it up. The let's see, Secret Invasion. Gravik, Gravik. Okay, that's his name. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. This dude here, man, I love him as a villain. The first two episodes, this, like, I'm getting. Like, I'm getting Michael Fassenbender, Fassbender, villain-type vibes with this dude. Like, this dude here is, like, he, he is on it. And, and I can relate to his cause. I can relate to his cause. Because the, 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 the scrolls, their beef is, is that Nick Fury and Captain Marvel, they promised that they will find them a planet. And they never, they never did. And Talos, in episode one, he's sending hints to Fury like, you know, it's best that we stay here. And, you know, because he showed this plant that comes from their planet. And Fury looked at the plant. He was like, wow, that looks different. And, he, and Talos told him, he said, yeah, it started to adapt, it, adapt to the environment here on Earth. And it's starting to blossom. And he's like, huh. And, you know, it. That that's a sign. It's like, all right, bro, you you know you overstand. You you know, I think we're gonna stay here. Okay. Now I'm gonna tell you something. A lot of people are upset with Nick Fury and Captain Marvel. Okay, because they haven't found the scrolls a planet. But here's the thing: scrolls are y'all out there looking for a planet, and also. Also, you know, I remember in Avengers Endgame, you remember when Rhodey said, you know, hey, where you been? You about that super, we, we be about that superhero life. What have you been doing? And she said, there's a lot of other planets that need help and they don't have Avengers. Okay. Now, you know, back to what I was talking about, you know, the, um, and, and, and that's true. I understand that. But, but it's been almost 30 years since the events took place in Captain Marvel, so how many times did I wonder how many times did Fury and Captain Marvel, you know, Carol Danvers, Carol, how many times did Carol say, I don't know why I said Carol like that, Carol, did Carol say, hey, I found this planet over here, and then the scrolls are like, ah, nah, bro, we don't want that, nah, mm-mm, nah, uh-uh, see, here's the thing, I think somebody, I think a lot of these scrolls have become bougie, sadity, it's like, hey, bro, Listen, we get it. You love Earth. You dig it and all that, right? But, 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 bro, you, uh, you know, you can't stay here. You can't sit here. <laughs> like on Forrest Gump. And th- they probably feel like, man, this planet is better than our planet. And then they're probably like, we could take over this planet. Think about it. If you're the scrolls. And, and, and you know what? Let me get to episode two before I talk about that. 
an episode, you know, at the end of this episode, Maria Hill dies, and it's unfortunate. And it was cold how she died because Gravik, you know, he was tracking. Um, Fury was tracking Gravik, and then Gravik was just turning to different people throughout the course of the show that Nick Fury has seen. And, and you know, that's additional more proof, even though it was already proof out there that you don't have to be dead for a scroll to be able to impersonate you. You don't have to be kidnapped for a scroll to be able to impersonate you. And he, and let me tell you something. This dude here was changing up in front of other people. Now, either he knew because some of those other people's scrolls are because what he was about to do, which, boom, he set off a bomb that killed over 2,000 people, including children. Dude does not care. Dude is very Magneto-like. I think he has the potential to become one of the, the, the better, the best villains that we've seen in superhero movies. One of them, you know, because I understand his story. I understand it, but I don't agree with what he's doing because you're still a guest. We'll get to that guest part later on. In the movie, we see Maria Hill. She sees Nick Fury. Boom, Nick Fury shoots her. But that wasn't Nick Fury. That was Gravik. Now, Think about it. If you're Maria Hill, you die. The last thing you see is Nick Fury. But she knows Nick Fury wouldn't dare shoot her. So it has to be a scroll, right, man? A woman? Boy, girl? So she dies and that's it. And the real Nick Fury races to her and she says, it was you. Now, I don't think when she when she said that, I don't think she was saying, like, you killed me. No, I think she was saying that to let him know that the pers- the, the scroll impersonated you. And then that's the end of that episode. Now we go to episode two, man, episode two, like real good dialogue. Real good dialogue. And see, that's the thing in this show. It's it's not a, a whole lot of action, but the dialogue, you know, something about it, it makes you pay attention to every word because every word matters. Because remember, with scrolls, scrolls, they can imitate you, but they, they're not going to be able to imitate your personality totally. So for me, a lot of people who through the course of this whole MCU of almost 30 movies and, and you combine it with the shows, if their personality is changing and behavior changing, they could be, they might be a scroll. Might be a scroll. All right, now, we, 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 there's a conversation being had by, by Fury and, well, back to the whole Catherine, if you watch Spider-Man Far From Home, Nick Fury did some, was doing a lot of out of characteristic type things. Then at the end, you find out that, you know, spoiler alert, that he's a scroll, and Maria Hill was a scroll in, in, in that movie. A lot of out of the characteristic things of Nick Fury that we know. Now, in here, the, the, the train station where Talos and Fury was talking, where Talos was saying, where, where Fury talked about how, you know, when him and his mom will be on the train ride and. She would say, tell me something I don't know about him and his girlfriend at the time. You know? And then he was able to transition that over to, okay, now, Talos, tell me something I don't know about the, the, the scrolls and the Kree. 
And Talos starts, begins to start talking, and he tell, and what he told Fury, Fury says, I already know that. Tell me something I don't know. Like, how many scrolls are there and stuff? And then he finds out that there's over a million of them. And Fury is like... And Talos said, you know, well, I thought that, you know, we could, scrolls and humanity can live here together. And Nick Fury, he... He took the words out, not out my mouth, out of my mind. He says, as humans, we've been going to war at each other since we could stand. This world doesn't have enough room for a whole nother species. And he, and Taylor's like, well, what you can tell us, get out of here. He was like, you know, you, you, you know, you left. And he said, listen, you could have called me. He says, you're the guest. I'm the host. The host dictates the terms. And see, Talos is not the leader anymore. They don't follow him anymore. They, they're following Gravik, who's causing havoc. And we find out the Gravik, Gravik, man, Gravik says, hey, he went to that council meeting and he straight up, hey, this is what we gonna do. Yeah, 2,000 people got killed. We about to take this itch over, bro. Sis, you about to take this over. That's what he said. They about to take it over. The takeover is in play. And the, and one of the, the people at the council, they say, well, what what about the Avengers? And he said, I, I, you don't think I already thought about that? I got that taken care of. What does that mean? I got that taken care of. What does that mean? You know why he has that taken care of? Queen Varanki. Nakia. That's Queen Varanki. Alright? I'm telling you. That's it right there, man. That's it. That's it. I'm not going to lie. Part of me think it's Queen Ramonda. Possibly. And you can say, yeah, Queen Ramonda died, but the greatest trick that the devil ever made on man is to make people think that he does not exist. And yeah, you think she she's dead, but she's not really dead. But at the same time, you know, um, her um, when she did die, she didn't turn green. But I don't know. Can scrolls die? Uh, um, can scrolls die from drowning? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I got to look at that. But anyways, um, Gra Gravik, and see, here's the thing. Gravik is a real good villain for this show. I don't know if he's going to survive the show, but what I do know is, is that in episode two, they're, they're beginning the process, well, they're already in the process of creating super scrolls. And... Whenever Amelia Clark's character, whenever she goes and look on the computer, she sneakily looks on Gav Gravik's computer. She see she sees um, DNA. This is DNA Groot. Okay, from from when he died in Wakanda. This piece is a Groot in Wakanda. <sighs> Where did that come from? That either came from Nakia. You know, she's a spy. She can get in and out without you noticing her. Or it came from maybe Rhodey. I, I think Rhodey's a squirrel also. We'll get to that in a few. Um, they also had um, the hand of, what was that, Thanos's, um 
one of Thanos' children, the one who hand got cut off by Doctor Strange. Um, I think it was a, a frost giant from Thor 1 or Thor 2. And Extremis from Iron Man 3. So if you remember, if you watch the trailer for Secret Invasion, there's a scene where Gravik, he throws his hand out and he does a move that Groot does. So I think he's going to be the first subject to be tested. Well, I think they already, but it's going to come pretty soon. I think he's going to be the first subject as far as the Super Scroll. And eventually, eventually, you have other scrolls that can take, you know, they'll be able to take, be able to, what's what I'm looking for? They'll be, able, they'll be super scrolls too, duplicating powers. Now, I know in the comics, they duplicate um, the Fantastic Four characters and stuff, right? Powers. But the Fantastic Four have not been introduced in the movies yet in this era. Which is fine, I mean, because it's been hard to do Fantastic Four and, you know, make it fit with what's been working. Because like I say, this show is going to make us look at what we have seen throughout the MCU in a different way. And, oh my goodness, that like, they're, they're creating these Super Scrolls. And also, there was a scene where um, there was a scroll that was being held hostage. I forgot the lady's the character's name. It's a lady in in the show. Um, let me see. Uh, in the show, let's see. What is her name? I'm about to find her name. Um, there's a character in there. She's pretty badass, man. She's pretty badass. Not Richard Dormer. Okay, Olivia Coleman. She plays Sonya Falsworth. Okay, she was interrogating a scroll, and what she did was she cut cut the finger, and immediately it shows it was a green finger after she cut it. So I'm like, well, that's one freaking way to detect that someone is a scroll going around cutting people's fingers, right? Or I found out that they they bleed green, so you can poke them. All right, boom. All right, you green, bro. But anyways, she, um, you know, that I'm like, well, I didn't think about that. Cut off their finger or toe. That's how you know they're a scroll. Now, fast forward to one of the another highlight of this episode was the conversation that Rhodey and Nick Fury had. And I'm sitting sideways on this because they've given us a lot of proof that Rhodey is a scroll. Number one. When Fury asked him, hey, are you aware of scrolls? And Rhodey surprisingly says, yeah, I became aware of them 15 years ago. While, they was, while he was out like on a mission. And they said some, you know, invaders from another planet came, you know, here and there. Now, what makes that part so significant is that a few things that make it make it significant. All right. The show takes place in 2025. Rhodey said 15 years ago, that's when he became aware of scrolls. Okay, so that meant it was 2010. You know what Marvel movie came out in 2010 where Rhodey, Don Cheadle's Rhodey, made his debut? Iron Man 2. Now, Iron Man 1, you know why Don Cheadle wasn't in Iron Man 1? Rhodey was in Iron Man 1, but it wasn't Don Cheadle. It was Terrence Howard. 
Terrence Howard got let go, or he quit, or whatever, and he was replaced by Don Cheadle in 2010, 15 years before the events takes place in Secret Invasion. So is that his way of telling us that, hey man, I'm the reason why I look different than the previous roadies and act different is because I am a scroll. But that's too obvious, right? But I, it's cute how they plan, how they plan with us on that, and how they bring that up. Okay, so I'm like, man. So Terrence Howard is probably the real roadie, and it got me thinking. What if all of the characters that were recast are scrolls? Like, because it's all behavior. They're not gonna be able to. You know, fully act like other people. So they got, you know, difference in behavior. So you take Scott Lang's daughter. She looks different and acts different from Avengers in, um, in, um, in game compared to um, the quantum realm, the quantum mania, Ant-Man 3. And why was she, you know, like, she was really trying to figure out this this quantum stuff when she didn't have to. And you mo poking around and messing with stuff. Why? Because as a scroll, you're trying to learn more about this so you can dominate your opponent. I'm telling you, these scrolls are going to be in every aspect. They're going to have a point man or point woman that's somewhere doing quantum stuff. Um, doing over there in Wakanda trying to get vibranium. There's, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have one down there where Namor is at to try to access their vibranium and their living. They're gonna have one all over the freaking place. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the Guardians of the Galaxy somewhere, you know. Uh, uh who else was recast? Uh, huh, Credible Hulk, Edward Norton, or. Eric Banya is is the is the true Bruce Banner, but Mark Ruffalo is the scroll one. Hmm. Yeah. But we'll see. But back to that conversation. Another reason why it seems like Rhodey is a scroll. He he says so. So well, shouldn't we call our friends? He was so quick to say that. So quick to say that. And fear was like, no, nah, because last thing we need is a scroll imitating one of them. That could make it worse. And it's true. It's true. And it's like, and it's like he was not trying to help Nick Fury, not trying to help him at all. And I'm like, yeah, he might be a scroll, bro. Another thing is he had braces on his legs. He had braces on his legs like Forrest Gump. Now, unless... Unless there's some scene, deleted scene somewhere where Rhodey had his braces on his legs and he was running for his life and he ran so fast like the wind blows and those braces popped off and good Lord, hallelujah, he can run and walk without the braces. I'm not privy to that scene happening with Rhodey, so how is he walking without the braces? Now, I give some wiggle room here. Now, see, some people that was like, see, some people telling me, hey, well, in, in in Civil War, he had the braces, but in Infinity War and Endgame, you know, he didn't need them. Well, actually, in 
Infinity War in the beginning, he had the braces on. Now, it's quite possible. It's quite possible him walking, you know, he might have the braces. He might have had the braces. Um, his pants might be covering the braces. That's possible. But I've seen the dude wearing pants and jeans with the braces on the outside. But it's quite possible technology is set it up where they're on the inside. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. And it's quite possible maybe his legs have healed. Maybe. But that was a severe thing. Maybe. All right. Now, and if he's a scroll, let's say if he doesn't have his braces, if he's a scroll, okay, you're able to imitate him. You're going to be able to walk. Now, my thing, my theory on that is, is that maybe the scrolls are like the aliens on the movie The Thing, you know, by John Carpenter, and they did a remake of it. They're able to duplicate, you know, anything, you know, they're able to duplicate human form. But let's say if you have like metal crowns in your mouth, they spit those out. They can't take those. It irritates them. It's, it's harmful to them. Okay. So maybe having all that metal on them, maybe that will irritate him. But the same, well, we haven't seen him in the, in the war machine suit with this. But he kept, now he was, he did, multiple times he was threatening when he was meeting with that council in Russia. He was like, he kind of. Talked on his breath and was like, man, if I could, I wish I could just bomb y'all, carpet bomb y'all right now. Okay. And Nick Fury also said, man, why didn't you carpet bomb him? Now, I said I was conflicted. I was sitting sideways, boys in the days, with this roadie thing. Because the other side of me is saying he's not a scroll. The other side of me is saying, well, if he was aware of scrolls 15 years ago, He's privy to secret information also. And we don't know how long Nick Fury um, used Talos to be a scroll to scroll him. Now, maybe he, he became aware that Talos was scrolling him or he didn't know Talos names, but, you know, something's off about Fury. And based on studying the scroll file, he could be a scroll. And also at the time when they was talking in Secret Invasion at the restaurant, maybe Rhodey felt that, you know what? I I don't know if Nick Fury is a scroll right now. And, you know, by him asking, you know, maybe he was trying to bait Fury where he said he was like, you know, yeah, um, yeah, so why don't you why don't we just call our friends? And had Fury would say, yeah, let's call our friends. We should do that brilliant idea. Then Rhodey would probably be like, yeah, you a scroll, bro. I'm not sure what he would have done about it, but, you know, but the fact that Fury chose not to call him, maybe Rhodey is thinking like, yeah, and he probably doesn't know who's watching him because his security detail might be a squirrel, but he was pretending to just act like, no, ah, no, Fury, I'm not going to entertain all this and stuff because maybe he believes Fury's a squirrel or he's aware that there's other people that are squirrels around him, you know, especially with the information Fury's giving him and he's like, it's like, well, if that's true, then Hey, he got to catch a flight back to the U.S. and all of that stuff. And so, I mean, and if his security person is a scroll, they can just they can let important, powerful people know that, hey, man, Rhodey is on to us. We have to end him. So that was a smart play by Rhodey. 
and I think it's too easy to, to spot this. They throwing these clues out there. So Rhodey may not be a scroll. Okay. He may not be. But damn it, Nakia is. Nakia is. I see a lot of people don't listen to my show and watch my show like that for Marvel to probably even change it or threaten it, but whatever. Whatever. And, and you know, somebody was like, and if, and I'm not going to lie, I was thinking, I'm like, well, she did have a child from T'Challa. But guess what, people? Hulkling, Hulklings, ha, ha, Hulkling has a Cree parent and a Skrull parent. And in the comics, Johnny Storm's kid's mom gave was a squirrel who gave birth to their kid. So it's quite possible that the child Jr. is a squirrel, half squirrel. Exactly. And you know, it I heard some people say that it well for me, it would be heartbreaking if Rhodey is a squirrel. All this stuff he went with Tony and all that, man. And see, that's the thing with the scrolls. All of them are not bad. Just like all humans are not bad. But you got some evil ones who have evil intentions. And you think about everything that he went with with Tony. And it makes you wonder. It's like, well, man, was that the real Rhodey or was that the scroll Rhodey that was there by Tony's side when he died? Like, when did that change? When did it change? But but that's this is very very deep, but these scrolls, man, it it it's a it's a lot, man. It's a lot that that they're that they're doing here, and it's gonna it's gonna drastically affect what's going on. And I'm telling you, man, those scrolls they want that vibranium mound, and they're gonna figure out a way. You know, part of me believes that Mbaku is a scroll also. Mbaku, let me tell you something, Mbaku. Look what happened to M'Baku okay, at the beginning of Wakanda Forever. He was trying to kill Namor. He was saying, we got to kill him and all this. And he got his butt handed to him. But it's like M'Baku, man, doesn't come off as somebody who he loses a fight. Then all of a sudden, he's not going to try to get that person back. And then later on in the movie, you know, he doesn't. He thinks it's a bad idea to kill. Kuku Khan, the Feather Seven Court. Well, now you know all this information about, bro. You're not trying to kill him. All right, but he's trying to kill y'all. So you got to try to kill him. And I believe the big one on Neymar's side, his name was Atuma. You know, it should have been Atuma and M'Baku fighting in the end. And it should have been M'Baku trying to help Shuri fight Neymar. Like, you're supposed to give counsel to her and you're going to trust that she could take on him by herself. I don't care how smart she is or what black, what, what the, the, the herb she, she's taking, the suit she has. I don't care. You should be helping. You should, you know, but he was just sitting back, him and Nakia, and they didn't fight until the people came to them. That's when it's like, all right, we got to fight. But Mbaku is normally getting in the middle and fighting. But they knew if one of them get killed, that throws off their plans if they end up, you know, being revealed that they're a squirrel. All right. And also in Wakanda Forever, when Nakia went to go help save Shuri and Ironheart, she didn't have to kill one of Namor's people. She killed them because to make sure to keep that divide going, 
keep them focusing on that, on trying to kill each other. And then here's the thing. They won't even they won't even pay attention to what we're doing as scrolls. Okay. So. But it's man, it, it it's about to go down, man, in Secret Invasion too. I'm waiting I can't wait for, for episode three. I know I'm saying a lot and it's just so much, man. It's just so much with this whole scroll army. It's, it is so much. But anyways, hey, man, y'all share your thoughts and let me know what you think about the show. Hit that like and subscribe button. Go to the YouTube channel and subscribe, man. Check the show out. All right. We need your support. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Once again, check out Secret Invasion, Student of the Game podcast. Peace out.